0: So who made the right call or not this week? Kyle, turn your mic on. The right call goes to me. (laughs) Matt, I am shocked to find
1: out that Bill has managed to turn an ad into a compliment for Bill.
2: Also, why did he need Kyle to turn his mic on to do that?
1: (laughs) Kyle, I want you to be amplified when you listen to this.
0: (laughs) Because we did this deal with Spotify. (laughs)
2: Oh. Oh, I get it, Chris. I forgot. It was for the howling. He wanted him to howl at the moon. Yes.
1: <laughs> Matt, there were three podcasts last week. The first with Robert Iger. Not bad. Yeah. One hour, 12 minutes, and 18 seconds. The second started out with uh, Joe House and then moved on to Dave Grohl. One hour, 54 minutes, and 23 seconds. Eh, it's okay. Getting longer. Yeah. Then the final one, 20829. First with super nerd, but interesting guy,
2: Ben Thompson. Uh, and then with Jack O. Unnecessary. Yeah. I continue to question my life choices, but also (laughs) why Bill insists on doing these mixed pods where he has like two different people on that it could just be one. Break them up. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Here we go.
1: About the first part of the week, the one with Iger, uh, who's like a pretty big deal, pretty big, powerful guy. He's impressive. Knows how to pronounce et cetera. Yes. Which is very refreshing. Yes, I noticed. Four seconds in, working hard versus working smart.
0: (laughs) You talk about the difference between working hard and working smart. Look at these Oscars movies. You know which ones did well? The ones that did well tonight? The ones that worked hard and worked smart.
2: The ones who won. See, here's the part that Bill keeps- (laughs) Now, both? He does this all the time. The point of this saying is that don't work too hard, work smart, and it will give the appearance that you worked hard and will have the same results as working hard. Bill, no. These Oscars movies, that's how he says, Oscars movies. Look at these Oscars movies. They worked hard and smart. Bill, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's also not the ad campaign. <laughs> it's not the hard and smart
1: workers. 14 seconds later efficient Carrying more efficient he takes some time just to get it wrong efficient efficient at 122 this swallow the uh little movie <laughs> couldn't it's get a, through the word it's a promo <laughs> and he can re-record it but he swallows he's promoting his own shit and he still swallows at 224 let me get in this brag as a very now
0: rich man as now let me get into this a very brand. now rich man yeah ironically the same day that we sold the ringer to spotify it's not know, irony at all
1: just rich <laughs> shit happened at the same time at 227 i would like to hear what else is on kyle's list kyle said it was a top five podcast no never been a no producer doubt. what do you think the other four were
2: the four he paid attention to <laughs> right yes <laughs> and also that one time he was in puerto rico by the way if you want to know what this means to kyle
1: All you have to do is listen to what he says next. So, Guy's a planet. Guy's a planet? (laughs) Am am I missing out on the hip kid's uh, slang or lingo? It's like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Ego, the living planet, right? Wasn't it? Bob Iger. Bob (laughs) Ego. Iger in charge of the Disney properties. No way, man. Galaxy brain. (laughs) Pearl Jam at 242. Just got to Pearl Jam. At 312, this Joe Bluth nominee. And then it got
0: kind of awkward and we couldn't do it.
1: Gotta, gotta, gotta! You know what's awkward is <laughs> your attempt at speaking in English to like a titan of the entertainment industry. Dab, 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 dab. At three twenty-two. But then, you, when you had your book
2: came out, should have been had your book come out when you had your book. But also, came that, out, that's still that's still weird. It's like when you had your book come out, as if Bob Iger himself was holding it back, and then he had it come out. He got the ribbon. <laughs> go, boy, go! Get him.
1: At 325.
0: Hey, what was he like? And I was like, all right. And then I was like, all right, I'm going <laughs> to
1: First he was like, all right. But then immediately after, he was also like, all right. I'm going to read this book. <laughs> At 5.02, Bill does not believe this was an accident. Because it felt very purposeful. This guy wrote a fucking book, and Bill has to point out that an aspect of it was on purpose. <laughs> At 5.18, if your book is not spicy enough... You may want to use this verb to add a little bit of flavor. You sprinkled in some some stuff and <laughs> wow, how specific. At 525,
0: here are Bill's leadership bona fides. Obviously, I've been in charge of some things this past decade before this day de- before the 2010s, never.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Bill was a leader after the 2010 started, but prior to that, never <laughs> was a leader. That should be on the resume. 2010 after <laughs> leader prior never <laughs> there's a word for the kind of person that bill is talking about i'll tell it to you after this soundbite you forget sometimes when you're the the person he means the boss <laughs> <laughs> i mean unless this is one of these uh, star frontiers kind of issues <laughs> where there is only one person but a bunch of other species and possibly life forms matt i'm going to need some help translating this at 957 what right. was the thing you were most
0: afraid of when you read it? <laughs> Go ahead.
2: When you run it?
1: Ultimately, you find out what it is because not even the person sitting in front of Bill, <laughs> Bob Iger, knows what he says. Here's Bob's response. When you read it. When I read it
2: or wrote no, it? No, when... <laughs> <laughs> I like how he pauses. Like, he's like, should I call this guy out on his podcast? Wait a second. <laughs> well, a I don't second. want to seem like an idiot, so I guess I have no choice. <laughs>
1: It does give me some sort of validation that every time we talk shit on Bill Simmons, very rich, jealous of Bill Simmons, for not being able to speak good. Other people can't understand what the fuck this guy's talking about. At 1344, a random nugget that I had never known about Bill Simmons.
0: Because I was on the tops board with him for a couple of years. He was on the tops board? Like tops trading cards? With uh,
2: uh, Why was Bill Eisner? Simmons on the tops board? And
1: remember when Bill was always talking about sports cards? Yeah. Was he? (laughs) No. (laughs) So how does he get to be on the board? Oh, jealousy compounded. At
0: 1715, yes, now I understand. And some stuff is being skewed certain ways, and there's sources for certain things and things like that.
2: There's sources for certain things.
1: But the unsourced
2: stuff,
0: that's probably true. Some
1: things might be skewed in certain (laughs) ways. This is like a kid that's having to write a book report based on not even knowing the title of the book, I would find that the main character's motivations were at times hard to understand, but other times made a lot of sense. And that's the reason that I thought the antagonist was a big issue in this book. As you know, antagonists often feature prominently in books, opposed to the protagonist, which was the case here much of the time. Matt, at 20 minutes and two seconds, it's easier to say simultaneously if you just leave out a bunch of the letters. So he simultaneously managed to compliment
0: me.
2: <laughs> he just gave up. Simultaneously.
1: <laughs> then at 2006, during the same Crown Royal ad, Bill points out what season it may or may not be or may have
0: been. Crown Royal reminds everyone this football season to take a water break. This was done like 10 days after the Super Bowl. Is it always football season? Is, is that the always. meta point XFL. he's make,
1: making? At 2308, Matt, Bill likes to consider himself a disruptor. And Bill's
0: consideration of disruption is misguided. We'll bring in a different company that's actually better than what we already have. I would say that's disruption.
1: Bill thinks disruption is buying a new company that does what your company does better. Disruption as a business theory is making an innovation that creates a new market that eventually disrupts an existing market and displaces the established market-leading firms, products, and alliances, per Wikipedia, which is never wrong. So that is not disruption. That is just simply buying something. Also- Consider Iger's
2: response. Disruption. Yes, I guess. uh, Well, it's certainly risk-taking. You know. (laughs) I guess. Well, not really. Yes.
1: (laughs) Very politely saying, wrong. You don't (laughs) understand, Bill. At 26.58, our new hero, Bob Iger, on how to pronounce et cetera. Et cetera. Perfect. Thank you, Bob. The most alarming part of the first podcast of the week was at 50 minutes and 23 seconds. We wear camouflage when we want to hide ourselves. (laughs) This is an ad for VPNs, Matt. First of all, who's the we? We'd certainly suggest that Bill is part of the we. When does this guy wear camo? When is Bill putting on camouflage trousers? No, it's like a beanie. Well, the answer, Matt, is is when he wants to hide himself. From whom? And under what circumstances? When is Bill thinking, now is the time to blend. I will don the camouflage outfit so that I can be hidden from my enemies, from the people I'm stalking, from my creditors, what the f*** is going on? Man Bill, of the people, Bill has Bill, has no with the twelve million dollar <laughs> nice house on the block and the f- <laughs> rear house with the unused Peloton is out there in camouflage at fifty fifty six. This swallow. it seen to follow you around in the internet. Help mask during an ad at fifty one hundred four. This swallow today. All you have to do is head. To- Just think about getting something to drink or re-recording the ad that is paying your bills. At 56.17, Robert Iger continues to be our hero. etc. and so on. etc. again, <laughs> pronounced correctly. At one hour, one minute, and 34 seconds. It turns out Bob Iger, who is great, thinks Bill is great.
0: You're a big fan and supporter
2: and stuff.
1: Just wanted to take this time on the Bill Simmons <laughs> podcast to talk about someone who thinks Bill
2: Simmons is great. Thank you. I've been Bill Simmons. Let me tell it to his face. Remember that time, Chris, you told me I was awesome? <laughs>
1: Bill reiterates, You think I'm great, don't you, Bob? (laughs) You're doing great stuff. Just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) You want to find out how truly amazing Bob Iger's life is? Two things are great examples of the life he leads. Here's the first. This guy's life is amazing. He deals with me for an hour. Number
0: one, (laughs) he deals with Bill Simmons for an hour. (laughs) Then number two. And now he's going to watch the new Star Wars trailer, and then at five o'clock, something else.
1: (laughs) Star Wars trailer. Matt, what do you do when you're half Italian, And you have to put things
0: into discrete boxes. And you kind of have to compartmentalize. (laughs) Hey,
2: you got to (laughs) compartmentalize. That's a spicy compartment.
1: (laughs) Matt, you're uh, of Italian descent. I am. Your wife also of Italian descent. Yes. How is it you pronounce (laughs) compartmentalize? Like that. (laughs) Should we get Mrs. Matt on the phone? We'll be back after this. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free! Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hear all the things Bill and his guests found delicious, or possibly just noises they made.
0: Mm. This oh. is...
1: Mm. Wow. Well, mm. Matt, on the second podcast of last week, the first part was with Joe House. But before we get to Joe House, this swallowed 10 seconds in. House and I, we're talking about the Sixers. Matt, 20 seconds in, Bill is attempting to promote longtime sponsor of the program, ZipRecruiter. And once again, talking about coffee guy, Dylan Miskowitz. He botches Dylan's name, <laughs> which he, he said, said many, many yes. times, <laughs> and then doesn't go back uh, to get it right.
0: Cafe Torrecio, Dylan Miskowitz. Miskowitz. <laughs>
1: At 106, if you think I'm great, here's more of me.
0: If you don't just like listening to this podcast, but you like hearing other podcasts with me. We'd- it's just starting to be unbearable. <laughs> Where's Mallory? At 138 Pearl Jam. And then
1: the swallowing segment of the Bill Simmons <laughs> podcast starting at 506. Because
0: the Then at 1012. Finn Wheat. Think about how. 1021. And then he's just really stayed hot ever since. Lowry has 1345. Peck and... That stuff. Uh, at 1854,
1: Matt, what is it called when you're trying to decide who it is, who is at fault, but you also want to process a corpse so that once it's buried, it does not rot?
0: <laughs> Something about embalm. <laughs> you're halfway there. Have a listen. You know, I don't know how much to blame him versus how much to emblame.
2: <laughs> and <blame. laughs> I am so pissed at this body it's all its fault and now i have to bury it at
1: 2148 where is bob Iger when we need him etc etc nope 2207 more swallows bad teams are in the east at 2221 i'm not sure bill understands what historical means but let's hear him explain it it's not even historical. It's never happened before. Historical of or concerning history, concerning past events. So I guess what Bill means is because it has not occurred in the past, it is an event without precedent. It therefore cannot be considered historical because it is not of history. Famous in history. Do you think if this were to happen, an unprecedented yeah, event, it would, be famous it would in go history. down yeah. in history? Would okay, it be famous fine. in history? Yeah,
2: if we use that definition... Bill. <laughs> well, listen, we, we're only going to use the decision or the definitions, Matt, that make Bill look dumb. Otherwise, there's All right, we'll no reason podcast chew, podcast <laughs>
1: historical. Matt, you're a an expert on uh statistics, right? Oh, yes. Tell me how likely it is if something is this percent in play at 2344.
0: I think the 70 wins is absolutely 1,000,000% in play for them. <laughs>
2: That is not a number. Right. Now, the British
1: say a thousand million for a billion, I believe, but he says a million thousand. Let's assume that what that means is you have one million thousands. It's a billion. Now, if something is a billion percent chance at happening, the likelihood of it happening in one instance is a billion. It seems like it's the kind of thing that would make the universe possibly implode. <laughs> or implode. Yeah, one or the other. There would be a ploding of some sort. <laughs> At twenty nine oh one, the sniff. Blah blah blah. And they started doing this. At twenty nine eighteen, you can save money by not using Ks. Put an asterisk on that one. Bill then goes on to talk about how it was that the cheating was received. Yeah, we geez, it was it was cheating that was given to us though. <laughs> Cheating that was given to us. Sure,
2: I, I don't
0: know.
1: <laughs> at thirty-one twenty-one, back-to-back swallows.
0: uh The rockets. So we'll we'll leave. We'll talk rockets at thirty-five fifty-five. More swallow
1: test, basically.
0: It's like great. At thirty-eight forty-seven. This is the sound of a lie. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll I'll be the first one to admit it. <laughs> Do you actually believe that?
2: <laughs> zero chance do you
0: think there is one
2: million thousand percent chance that he will
1: say okay i was wrong nope. and be the first at forty-seven twenty-two? we need bob eiger to instruct bill how to pronounce etc cetera. etc cetera. and 20 seconds later more etc cetera. etc cetera. matt at fifty-six thirty-seven. what kind of music do you think bill likes the kind other people like how would bill describe the music that he likes i like things that groove If I was going to pick a funky white man, definitely it's Bill Simmons.
2: Also, I don't know what that means, and I think Dave Grohl agrees. He doesn't know what that
1: means. If you watch Bill Simmons sit, (laughs) he crosses his legs, and the angles of his body are so precise (laughs) and so rigid, I can't imagine this guy having a single fucking molecule of groove in him. I would love to see George Clinton from Parliament Funkadelic assess the level of groove to 1,000 millionth or 1 million thousandth of a percent in Bill Simmons. I think this guy is devoid of funk, Matt. He is funkless. At 118.53, Bill's go to nonsensical turn of phrase Joe Walsh is just is his
2: the chainsaw col- in the hot tub. There it is. There it is. We hadn't heard it for a while, Chris, and it is back. Matt, let's briefly revisit <laughs>
1: a couple other things that were chainsaws in hot tubs. First in October of
0: 2019 at 49.23. And now it's like he's throwing a chainsaw in a hot tub. And the chainsaw is just going off and splashing everywhere. Then Matt, January
1: 10th of 2020, this at one hour, 27 minutes and 12 seconds.
0: It is like a chainsaw in a hot tub.
1: Matt, are you uh, aware of whether there's ever been a Nirvana documentary with the uh, assistance or participation of Dave Grohl?
0: I believe there has
2: not.
1: There has not, at least as far as Bill and Dave are concerned. But at 12024, it sounds like Bill thinks this means Dave has come close. You did it a little bit in Sonic Highways. You, yeah. you, da- you dabbed it. Dab is not a verb that works that way. No, it's not. It's a move. It, I don't even think dabble works. <laughs> you dabbled in it. Dab means to press against something lightly with a piece of absorbent material <laughs> in order to clean or dry it, or to aim at or strike with a light blow. So maybe he means Dave Grohl took aim at a Nirvana documentary and struck the concept of a documentary about Nirvana with a light blow in Sonic Highways
2: no I think it was the one about the
1: absorbent material <laughs> he helped sop up a little bit of a the concept no, but, of a documentary but
2: dab is also like a uh... a simple dance move or gesture yeah it's it's a it's a gesture like when somebody dabs it's like yeah. the thing cam Newton does it's a, I'm not gonna do it Chris well it's a, an audio podcast <laughs> man so you can go ahead and do it you can just, there he did it he did it perfectly
1: listener great dab Man, Matt. I am good at dabbing <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now we all know what Bill meant. At 132.51, what is he talking about?
0: Three people can do all the work of a four-person fan. So there's a fan. I don't know
1: if it's the kind of fan that keeps things cold or if it's the kind of fan who is aficionado of something. But somehow it's a four-person fan. And that fan does a certain amount of work. It's like horsepower, except you replace horse with a fan fan made up of four people. It's simple. At one forty four forty one, this swallow.
0: I never felt like locked.
1: And at one fifty 150, one fifty five, a solid Joe Bluth nominee.
0: Who's? Of course, why wouldn't? I, I don't know. Sometimes yeah, it does it. I was like, this is Eddie and Anthony. Did he ever get around to making that nope. point? <laughs> we'll be right back after this. I like things that. Mm. 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 And... Mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oof. 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 Mm. 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 we're just growing like gangbusters what is a
2: gangbuster and how does it grow we're sick of all these gangs (laughs) we need to get someone out there
1: to bust them fine the group of those individuals called the gangbusters (laughs) and perhaps if they start them out young enough they hit their you know growth spurt, all those gangbusters growing like crazy.
2: I was going to say it was like a guy they created in the lab, and so they had to grow him. <laughs> but what is his job? <laughs> to bust gangs. Oh, okay, yeah. I, we agree on that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Matt, the third and final podcast of a three-podcast week was the one that featured Ben Thompson from Stratechery and then Jacko.
2: Is it a play on strategy?
1: I think it's a combination of strategy strategy. (laughs) and technology, but it sounds too much like strategery. Yeah, I don't like it. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Although it sounds like he's very successful
1: and lives in Asia. At 122, (laughs) this is the way you promote a new podcast about music. Uh, Conversations about music. Okay, it's about music. We got it. Well, explain a little bit more. It's hard to explain. Okay, so (laughs) number one, it's about music. Number two... Hard to approach the concept of it. Mm -hmm. Number three. You've heard Chuck on this podcast many times. Involves a person you've heard before.
2: (laughs) Don't forget, though, it's very descriptive and good name. Does a lot (laughs) to help you understand it.
1: Look for Music Exists. Pearl Jam at 210. At eight fifty-five. Now, this is some precise language. But
0: you can get all this together, and you get all these things, and
1: save something. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he just decides at the end. I'm bailing. Save some thing. <laughs>
2: I think he finished the-
1: at twelve forty-one. Matt, see if this sounds at all familiar to you. The actual future is not lots of people competing by doing the same content. It's lots of people competing by all specializing in these niches. Little that tiny are- satellites. That's right. The Bill Simmons podcast <laughs> podcast. Welcome to the fucking future. God damn right we are. I can't think of a more niche product (laughs) than a podcast about another podcast. In fact, man, I do like to claim the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast, the only podcast about the Bill Simmons Podcast.
2: Almost certainly. But don't confuse us with the Joe Rogan experience experience. Is there one? No, I don't know. At 1918, this is
1: something I've been waiting for ever since Bill first partnered with DAZN. And if like, because the dazone I knew he was going to do it. <laughs> the dazone
2: I can't help but think of Calzone. <laughs> At
1: 1935, back in the old days, we used remote controls that had buttons on them. Yep. Uh, we still use remote controls that have buttons on yes. them. Yes. <laughs> That's but it not was, changed. But it was called flipping channels uh-huh. because you would flip between channels. Bill doesn't seem to understand how this works. Versus flicking channels. You don't flick (laughs) channels. You don't use your middle finger and (laughs) strike the channel with your middle finger. That's what flicking is. Flipping channels means to just sort of turn over from one channel to the next. It is not to propel something with a sudden sharp movement, especially of the fingers. Well, the good thing is we have convinced Bill that it is not flicking and he will never do it again. (laughs) Now listen at 1936.
0: Our generation, we're still flicking channels. This is an
1: easy way to remember it. You flip someone off, you flick boogers. <laughs> At 21.55, these jokes write themselves. They're not going to
0: go there for any given Wednesday and shows like that. Bill, people aren't going anywhere for any given Wednesday. (laughs) It lasted like 17
1: episodes. Why would he
2: even say that?
1: (laughs) The only thing is, if you could tell by one iota, by one million thousandth of the tone of his voice that he was mocking himself, I'd give him a ton of credit. But he seems serious. At 28.47, this laugh. (laughs) Sinister also sinister, slowed down. Matt, if we were going to try to figure out how many options there are, would you think there would be more <laughs> or less than it up? That's the question uh, at 3048.
2: such nonsense.
0: You know, they, it just gives them more options than it up. I thought it was really smart. Matt, how many
1: ends in button <laughs> start counting at 3055?
0: An almost unprecedented
1: reset by them. At 3250, what is it that UFC is trying to do here? Well, I'll give you a hint, Matt. It starts with TH. The UFC
0: thing, like they were trying to build their own thing. They did. Or, or no, UFC didn't. WWE the Fight Pass.
1: Did, the WWE no, UFC did, yeah. had
0: the Fight Pass thing. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> Man, if you take thing
1: out of that phrase or that uh, set You're not living with a whole lot. <laughs> but it's, it's just as clear. <laughs> UFC was trying to build their own, and it turned out to be Fight Pass.
0: The UFC, they were
1: trying to build their own. Th- they did. No, he UFC did, yeah. had the Fight Pass. At 3502. It's a specific kind of creator that's involved. The, the, a
0: self-creator.
1: They're creating themselves. <laughs> yes. As opposed to having someone else create them, or as opposed to creating something other than themselves. Even God is not a self-creator. <laughs> At 3558, I'm not sure that same has this many T's. I feel the same way, about, or Unless he's saying, I feel this tame way, it is no longer wild. It has been controlled by man, and this is the way I feel that is tame. <laughs> Domesticated at 4228, extra C's talk about
0: baseball and complain about the Red Sox. That sounded like a gurgle <laughs> in the middle of complaint.
2: Also, are talking about baseball and complaining about the Red Sox separate and distinct <laughs> things at 4302? Even Ben does
1: not know what the f- bill is talking about.
0: There's some people that are here now that weren't there in 2015 like they are now. Is there anybody that what, like who though? Well. there are people now there's some people that are here now that weren't there
2: that weren't there in 2015 like they were now like they are now (laughs) they were there in 2015 but just in a different different way (laughs) Uh,
1: then when pressed for examples about these people who may or may not have done something different or existed five years ago this is Bill's response like who though? well well (laughs) well Matt, there is no chance that Cousin Kyle watches documentaries. This is a lie at 4357. I do docs. Bullshit. <laughs> at 4407, this laugh. Um. Terrifying. <laughs> at 4421, a noise. TV. Like TV. Sinuses.
0: <laughs> at 4449, this Joe Bluth nominee. They like to, they like, we can't find this person who did this crime. And now 20 years later, we've found him. Got it. At fifty eighteen, Bill says
1: the reason his voice was laughably high pitched on old <laughs> BS reports was because of compression. The fire was really compressed.
0: So my voice sounded like this and
1: Well, Matt, here's what the very first Eye of the Sports Guy podcast <laughs> Courtesy of Sil Bimmons on YouTube <laughs> sounded like.
0: Really take that in a bunch of different directions, which which you really can't with Eye of the Sports Guy. I'm taking some heat that it's too close to the queer eye of the straight guy.
1: Sounds pretty much the same. Yep, the The audio's same. not as good. Doesn't sound like this! No, he's crazy. His voice is just high. Matt, at 52.36, Bill's brain has been replaced with Carl Pilkington's <laughs> when he asks this question. Do you think we're done with innovations or is there another level to go to? Is the idea that no more innovations will occur? <laughs> They'll never be made. Or that, that there is some specific area in which innovations may or may not occur? <laughs> the ability to put into words the concern that there will never be another innovation <laughs> this is shocking.
2: Is This is the zenith of human civilization. (laughs) Folks, this is what we got.
0: So I hope you're satisfied. On the other hand, there may be innovations, Matt, at 5313. I don't even know what's next from an innovation standpoint, but I'm sure something's coming. It sounds like he thinks there will be an innovation.
2: Yeah. So the answer to his own question,
1: no. At one hour, 24 seconds, not sure if he finishes this sentence. I do
0: know (laughs) it's a Joe Bluth nominee. Pod says we, we just print money with them and they... You know, what's interesting though for me, from the, and obviously it's a little dicey for me to talk about given my own situation here, but <laughs> that- I think twice. <laughs> <laughs> that somehow he used the word
1: obviously <laughs> in that uh, string of words uh, is the most ironic thing in the uh, podcast. At 101.40, the swallow. It's, we're in the very
0: primitive stages of innovation. Matt, do you know how fountains work?
2: <laughs> uh, yes, Chris. They expel water. I think you're right. Or liquid of some sort. I mean, it could be
1: chocolate. Yes, blood if it's a gory movie. (laughs) Jesus. Maybe if you're at a fancy place, nacho cheese. But generally (laughs) what they do is they burble out liquid. Yes. And it's typically water. Listen to Bill explain at 102-21.
0: It's this fountain that never stops sprouting new stuff. (laughs) It's a fountain, and what comes out of the fountain?
1: Plants. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's always new plants. (laughs) Oh, great. Elm. You want to go down to the old elm fountain? No, no. It's got new stuff. Now, what is it? Beans. (laughs) Beans, possibly legumes. Well, not possibly. I mean, beans are legumes. Are they? Are legumes plants? (laughs) I don't know, but they sprout. Well, yeah, but the point is, you said plants. (laughs) Let's see. A leguminous plant. (laughs) All right. So we're going to take that one as a win. Matt, do you know why Netflix started winning ultimately?
2: No, but I know Bill's wrong. (laughs)
0: Yes, you're you're correct. At 107. Ultimately, the reason Netflix started winning was they of the technology they had. Netflix's success boils
1: down to of the technology they had. That
2: doesn't even make any sense.
1: (laughs) Well, Matt, of the technology. Oh, of it. Okay. At 113.11, people who create things
2: or
0: themselves, businesses who create things, themselves i think these companies are all going to make it a lot easier for self-creator kind of self-businesses
2: chris at one nineteen twenty five. despite many attempts we still cannot figure out what bill means here
0: tatum and brown went to another level and killed your ranks there's a chance he means ranks ranks
1: yes could be wings ranks there's also a chance he means rinks ranks ice skating if you're going to name a show you want to name it according to the letters you can pronounce so for instance, if you're not able to pronounce exists, think up another name. Bill Big Fail at one twenty one. Music exists. Should be exists. Matt at one twenty-eight twenty-two. Et two brute. <laughs> I think Bill said it best when he said <laughs> at one thirty-one ten, this swallow. Not
0: to compare to to babe Ruth. Mm. The symmetry
1: Matt at one thirty-two thirty-seven. We know things can go in a downward motion. Yes. We know they can go in a downward motion. While rotating. Of course. Which would be a spiral. Yes. But we need to know what the f- is going on here <laughs> at 132 37.
2: It sent me down a spiral and the- Does he mean a downward spiral? No, what he means is there was a big spiral <laughs> and Bill went down it. Like at a playground? It was yeah. like a, a spiral slide? Yeah, it was like a water slide, I
1: imagine. Matt, have you heard of the concept of the stages of grief? Yes. Do you know how many stages of grief there are? There are five. <laughs> Matt, here's Bill at 133.32.
0: I feel like I'm in the seven stages of grief and I'm in like the the just profound sadness part. Matt, the five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, which
1: might be what Bill is talking about, and acceptance. The seven stages of grief are... <laughs> fake but if we were to come up with two other stages of grief i i would love to know what you think they might be denial anger hunger gluttony yeah bargaining depression <laughs> horny and acceptance <laughs> Matt, at one forty fifty one. are you familiar with the terrible, terrible Jonestown Massacre? <laughs> I am. And are you familiar with the fact that many people, like 900 or 1,000 uh-huh. people, died as a result of drinking yes. poison-laced flavor aid, commonly considered to be an analog to Kool-Aid? Yes.
2: But my understanding is that there were a few of them who refused.
1: Matt, I think Bill is aware of the same concept. I think so. And he puts it into play here at one forty fifty one. There's a little more
0: Kool-Aid being splashed on him there.
2: So what happened was all those poor people who were tricked by jim jones drank the kool-aid but there were like four of them and they said this is fucking crazy we're not drinking this kool-aid and jim jones was like well just splash it on him it'll have the same effect
1: it reminded me of like you know in some churches where the priest walks around on holy days with holy water yeah. and like splashes <laughs> it on everybody only in this case it's you're like i'm gonna be sticky i'm gonna have a stain on my church shit. and not only that i'm gonna be thirsty
2: Because you didn't get to drink. Yeah, because all you do is go around (laughs) smelling that
1: delicious Kool Aid at one forty three fifteen. Terrible laughter. At (laughs) one forty six eighteen, a Joe Bluth nominee. It's going to be like, you know, way way up there. But at one forty six fifty one, (laughs) this (laughs) laughter. Even more terrifying. Slowed down. Matt, at one forty eight
0: thirty nine fractions. <laughs> Didn't he have he like one third the vote as he
1: as he got in two thousand sixteen? My big issue, Matt, is it's one third the vote as he had <laughs> in two thousand sixteen. Not one third of the vote yep. as he had at one fifty five twenty nine. Matt, here's a Joe Bluth intro to a Doctor Zoidbergism <laughs> on the Bill Simmons podcast. I I'm most of back to the robot thing. <laughs> Matt, at one fifty nine and zero seconds, some cogent political analysis <laughs> from Bill Simmons about Elizabeth
0: Warren? Right. Whoever she's in at the end, that'll be her demeanor.
2: Whoever she's in at the end, Chris. Who will she
0: be in <laughs> at the end? At two hours and 58 seconds,
1: I think Bill has finally given up the ghost.
2: <laughs>
1: and here it is slowed down.
2: <laughs>
1: At 20124 more god awful <laughs> laughter God awfuler slowed down <laughs> At 20128 Joe Bluth At 20642 this snort At 20742 During an ad read for Pepsi, their campaign is do whatever you want, no matter how bad people think it is, which is great if you're being an
0: innovator, not so good if you're being, say, a racist. Matt, here is Bill's example of being a rebel. I grabbed a rice cake from the pantry and just put peanut butter on it and ate it at 930, even though that violates basically everything they tell you about what not to eat after nine o'clock or eight o'clock, whatever.
2: It's, It's the peanut butter, Chris. That's the rebellious part.
0: How many things do you
1: think they tell you about what not to eat after nine o'clock it's or 8 o'clock? It's probably just one thing. And then they say
2: if there's one thing you're not gonna eat after nine o'clock or possibly eight o'clock, it's peanut butter. Maybe either one of those things on their own. Fine. Yes. Combination, no way.
1: We here at the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast want to remind you not to eat peanut butter and rice cakes after nine o'clock.
2: Something to do with gremlins.
1: Or possibly eight. <laughs> My name is
0: Chris. And I'm Matt. Guess what? It was a really good rice cake with peanut butter.
2: I am surnosed, devoid of funk. I have always been devoid of funk. I shall continue to be devoid of funk.
1: So, I'll give you some bad news, and then you give me the stages of grief back. Uh, Matt, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, but a tree has fallen on your car. Denial. <laughs>
2: There's no way that tree fell on my car. Anger. Fucking ass tree fell on my car. Bargaining. God, I will not curse at this tree anymore if you remove it from my car and make the damage go away. Hunger. God damn it, I could use a sandwich. <laughs> You've already gone back on your Well We didn't do it. This f***ing tree is making me so
1: hungry. I would love a burrito. Depression. All right, all right.
2: I don't know what I'm going to do. I am, I, I've am. lost the will to live due to this tree being on my car. Horny. That's a mm, f***ing good looking tree. That crushed car is looking <laughs> mighty fine. I was going to say it was the tree. <laughs> Wait, what you're saying is the tree gives the car wood. Yeah, okay. Fine. And acceptance. I guess. It's going to be okay. I'm now satisfied, (laughs) and also my car is covered by State Farm. Oh, State Farm, man.